Hey there, Grant here. Time for QA number two. This person wants to know what's the fastest way up the promotion ladder. I'll go ahead and read this out loud and then we will discuss. Hey, I'm a recent boot camp grad, past non software engineering but engineering experience, now working at a reputable company in a remote position. I was brought on as level two, basically one step up from a college grad. What's your best advice for someone who wants to make a good impression remotely, learn a lot, and get a promotion, or at least a decent raise, within a year. So far, I've been transparent with my manager about having them set 30, 60, 90 day goals for me. I've been asking questions when I'm stuck, but have been doing my best to be as independent as possible. All feedback I've received so far has been positive, but there's always room for improvement. Sometimes I feel like I'm so dumb, but I know that's normal. Tips can be anything from daily workflow tips, soft skills, mindsets, or long-term goals. I'd appreciate any insight. So first things first, good on you for actually having a plan for your career. Uh, you want to move up in the promotion ladder. That's awesome. You're really thinking about yourself and what skills you need to develop. And you're asking people for help. All of these are good things. So you've really got an edge on all of your competition uh, just from the very beginning here. Uh, next thing I want to address, though, is that your 30, 60, 90 day plan is usually something that you give to your boss and not something your boss gives to you be awesome if leaders would tell us exactly what they want us to do. But generally you come in with a skill set to a team, your boss has goals and your 30, 60, 90 day plan is to inform your boss of how you're going to contribute to their goals. So think about that problem in reverse and how are you going to contribute to the software portfolio? Not what do you need to do for your boss to say, check, 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 check. You have made it to the next level of your career. Uh, because you're hired to perform the role of software engineer, you're not hired to promote. Promotion comes from being a great software engineer. So before I move into your question though, um, one of the things I want to do is kind of discuss the assumptions here. There's a lot of assumptions baked into your question and I would love to dive right into your question from the start, but I don't think we can quite do that without discussing the context around your question. So let's go ahead and do that now. And uh, we'll start by discussing your career um, five, 10 years from now. So I know that you want to promote quickly. You even mentioned something about a year, right? At least getting a raise within a year. Totally possible. But talking about promotions, we're, we're going to be thinking in terms of years from now, not months or even a year from now. So you don't know if you're going to be a software developer five or 10 years from now. That is something that's going to come with time. You're still relatively brand new to the field. You may not be a college grad fresh out in, in their first gig. You're hired on as a level two, but you're not a senior developer yet. So you don't have 10 years of experience to look back on. You haven't learned all the ropes. You're just very excited and ready to move forward, which is a good thing. But I want you to start thinking in terms of this is a marathon and not a sprint in your career. In five years from now, 10 years from now, you may not even be a software developer anymore. You may get into this career and uh, realize that you like being an analyst or a scrum master or some other role on the team more than you actually like being a software engineer. Or you may be in a leadership position. You may go to the dark side like I did and go into management. Or you may be in a technical leadership position rather than software engineer. In those situations, my advice to you is gonna change. So. One of the assumptions here is you're going to remain a software engineer. Okay. We're just going to assume that up front. The next assumption that we have to make 
is that you're going to be the same type of engineer five or 10 years down the road as you are today. Now I'll go out and, and make an assumption here on my own that you probably don't know enough about the industry yet to make that decision for yourself, whether or not you're going to fall in love with mobile software development and go slide over there. Or if you love cloud engineering and you're going to go slide in that direction, learn Terraform. There's a lot of different paths that you can take your career as a software engineer. And we have to make the assumption that whatever it is you're doing today, it's you're, you're passionately in love with that thing. And that's what you're going to be doing 10 years from now. It's probably not a valid assumption. I'll tell you in my career, I've had to reinvent myself at least three times as technology has changed on me. I went from embedded software development to enterprise software development to cloud native software development. All three of those things are radically different industries. Uh, for the most part, but you're going to have the same hurdles in your career. You're going to have to adapt to the changing landscape around you. And you're also going to have to find your niche, the thing that you love to do within software engineering or generalize across a lot of things. And that's going to give you some things that you need to work through and consider throughout your own career. Now there's a phrase I'm going to come back to later. And it's one that I refer to in my career a lot. And that is, you don't know what you don't know. And you're early enough in your career right now to not know a lot of things uh, and you won't know them until you learn them. And they're going to come to you with time by being in your position for a while. It's kind of like, um, I don't know, as a doctor, right? A certain type of patient will come to you at a certain time in your career. Like you can't make that event happen sooner than it's just naturally going to happen. And the same thing is going to happen to you as a software engineer. There are going to be certain bugs that you have to, to solve certain problems. And those things are going to come to you with time in your position and you can't make them happen faster. It's just how the world operates. Uh, this bug appears at this point in time and you are the one who gets to debug it. Congratulations. You're going to learn some really cool things through that experience, but you can't force that experience to happen sooner because you don't know to look for that experience. So you're early enough in your career right now where I would encourage you to dabble in all sorts of things. If you don't know about mobile development, pick it up and figure it out. If you don't know anything about embedded development, get a Raspberry Pi and start banging away at it and figure it out. All of these things are going to be skills that you can develop in your career. They're going to teach you what you do and do not like to do in the industry and then focus your career around that. So let's move forward, assuming that you love your current specialty. Now, I'll admit that I don't know you personally, but I do know that you have motivating factors for yourself in your career. And uh, just reading through your question, it sounds like having a title of senior is one of the motivating factors for you. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's one of my motivating factors too. I really like the title tech lead. I like the title senior. And so getting those positions has mattered a whole lot to me in my career. For other people, money is the motivating factor. I've known plenty of people to take a step down in title, but still be compensated at the higher levels because you've got pay bands and these pay bands overlap one another. So there's some bandwidth there in between the two pay grades that you will get paid the same no matter what your title is. So you need to figure out for yourself what your motivating factor is. And if senior Having that title is the motivating factor for you. Something that you need to consider is that with the title comes additional risk and responsibility to you in your career. By the time you are a senior engineer in your career and on a team, you need to be the go-to person for problems. 
even if you're brand new to a company, if you have the title senior in your name, you're going to be the person that everybody reaches out to for problems when they need help with your application uh, portfolio. And you may or may not know the answer, but as a senior, you know how to get the answer. So until you have those skills, you should probably stay away from the senior title. Even though I know, again, you're eager to get that title, it comes with a lot of responsibility. And if you can't do the job as well as a senior can, then you're going to put yourself at risk. On the other hand, maybe the title actually isn't what's motivating you like I think it is. Maybe the pay is. Maybe you want to be a senior because you think they get paid more. Well, as I said before, there are pay bands that overlap one another between your pay grades in the office. And so in that case, what I try to do is take the level below senior and maximize the amount of money that you get from that position. You don't have to go seeking the responsibility of a senior in your career. You can stay below senior and still get paid the same amount as somebody who is a senior. If you're a highly paid, I don't know, we'll call it level three, let's say level one is college grad, level two is where you're at, level three is next and then senior, you could be a highly paid level three or a poorly paid senior and still get paid the exact same amount of money depending on how your company has those pay bands uh, defined. So it's up to you. Figure out what motivates you and chase that in your career rather than promotions up the career ladder. All right, so now on to your actual question, which is how does a person get promoted quickly? Well, it all depends on if you are excellent at what you do or if you're charismatic or a combination of both. I'll tell you in my experience and what I've seen in the industry, the absolute fastest way for you to promote up the career ladder is to be really good at what you do and also to be very charismatic because what you're going to end up having to do is every year you quit your current company and you go work for a new company at a higher pay rate. That's how you do it. If you do that, you can probably make senior within, uh, if you're level two, we'll go with the same assumption that le there's level three and then senior. You can probably make a senior engineer within two years if you really want to. I'm not advising that you do that because there's a lot of things that you have to know before you were a, a good senior. And uh, again, this goes back to the whole, you don't know what you don't know. And it'll, it'll develop in time as you spend time doing the job. So learn everything that you can as a level two before you move up to the level three position and then learn everything that you can as a level three before you move up to the level four. I don't recommend job hopping between companies to get a promotion, although that's the fastest way that will get you a promotion into senior. Unfortunately, this is the path that I took. So I'm speaking from experience here when I say that it hurts when you're a senior and you don't know how to be a senior. I learned how to be a senior in the position and I would not recommend that. I was just really bad. I should have taken my time in my career. I should have developed myself a little bit more in each stage of my career and not capped out at uh, senior. I think I was five years into my career and that was only because I had spent my entire undergrad career working full time in the, in, in the office while I was attending school full time and then also working on side projects in the evenings. So I had a ton of experience that I brought to the table, but it was just not the same caliber as I would have gotten had I worked professionally five years before becoming a senior. Instead, I took like three years of my undergraduate degree, two years of professional life, merged that all together before I became a senior engineer. So don't follow my example, follow my advice. <laughs> and even if you do say, uh, ignore my advice and follow my example anyways, there's no guarantee it's going to work out for you. I got extremely lucky that it did work out for me.
and uh, I could have set myself back five years in my career by job hopping and I could have got myself into a position where I couldn't get hired anywhere because I was too poorly developed and too late in my career to get the positions that I needed. So if I had to advise you on how to develop your career, here's how I would do it. I'd encourage you to find a company that you like working for, a company with good values that has fair compensation. And from there, I would stay at least five to six years. When you go into the industry, the expectation as a manager is that you can promote every two years. Some people go a lot faster than that. Some people take a lot longer, but I would say the average person is able to promote within two years and it completely depends on you and your personal development. I started this uh, episode by saying that you've got to lay up on the competition because you're actually thinking about your career. And so you're probably well ahead of that two year time and position mark. And these are not rules that I use as a manager. I'm not timing people for their two year mark. Uh, but generally that's the trend that I've seen is someone is ready for that next position in two years. They've been working hard. They've got an idea of what that next level looks like. They've had enough stuff come to them that they've developed their career and are ready for that next hop. I've also had people again that have taken three or four years to promote to that next level. And in a lot of companies, you're not even eligible for promotion until you've been in your position for 12 months. It doesn't matter if you had five years in that position at your last company at this company, you can't promote for 12 months in position or 18 months. Whatever your company's rules are, it's your company's rules. And uh, there may not be any prevention, but those are the things that you need to know in order to develop your career. You may be chasing uh, a promotion in 12 months that isn't even possible for you. So look into that. Find out what the rules are for your promotability. So back on being intentional about your career, what I'd recommend you do at this point in your career in order to make sure you develop well uh, it would be to set a one-year plan for yourself. Uh, develop five or six goals or, or things that you want to achieve within this year and uh, get that all kind of outlined. Once you've done that, then start thinking three to five years down in the future. Assume that you continue on the path that you're going and uh, figure out where do you want to be in three to five years. How fast are you eligible for promotion? What are the skills that you need to develop and build at each level of your career to make it to the point that you want to in three to five years? And then start breaking that plan into annual goals and milestones for yourself. And then every year, reassess the entire plan because this, this career is about adapting and changing to business needs, but also to the industry. I had mentioned earlier, I had to reinvent myself and my career three times. You're going to have to do the same thing. So be willing to adapt and change your plan for yourself based on things that happen in the industry. Um, so again, reassess that plan annually, but start being intentional about it. Think longer than 90 days uh, when you're talking about yourself and your career goals. I wish you the best of luck in your career development. And if I can be of any more help, send me an email, hello at grantdryden.com or tweet me at tweets of grant. And if you have other follow-up questions, please send them to me. I'd love to hear from you. We'll see you again next time.